Welcome to the Profit Cast. I'm the coach, Levi Landrigan. And I'm the player, Luke McCark. And we're here to bring you our unique perspective on local, college, and pro sports. So join us as we dive into the headlines and stories that you need to know. All right, we are back, and after the second week of the NFL, we are going to uh, split things up into twos. We're going to give you two teams that we're impressed with and two teams that have been a disappointment so far. Now, before we jump into these two groups of two, I want to say that it is still early. It is really easy to uh, put the cart before the horse, if you will, at this point in the season. There's a lot we still don't know There are still 15 games left. A lot can change between now and playoff time. But we have a better picture of a lot of these teams than we did last week after week one. So with that said, Luke, who uh, is one of the two teams that you have been impressed with so far? Well, it could be kind of unconventional here. But I might say the Texans have looked pretty good in their first two games with Davis Mills at quarterback. So I don't know what that means at this point. I'm not saying Davis Mills, um, not crowning him as the future of the Texans franchise, but they haven't looked too bad. They tied. They've been competitive. Yeah, they tied with the Colts. And this is where I'm having a hard time because I'm like, the Colts have stunk, the Broncos have stunk, and those are both the teams that the Texans have played. Coincidence? Time will tell. It is still early, but I'm with you there. I've been surprised with how competitive the Houston Texans have been. Now, will they make the playoffs this year? That might be a little bit of a stretch, but they're not quite the dumpster fire that they thought that we, that a lot of people thought they would be. Um, One team. Also the Lions, both, both of those teams that were expected to be total dumpster fire this year, put up a good amount of points. I, I am excited to see more from the Lions because they are such an emotional team. They're playing really well right now, but it is still early in the year. So how are they going to do when it's November and it's cold in Detroit and you have to, you know, have to go up to Lambeau and play in the snow, you know, whatever it may be. When this team that's very emotional faces a lot of um, intensity and, you know, gets a little discouraged, are they going to be able to pick themselves back up? When they face adversity, how will they do? So I, I'm not going to comment on the Lions just yet, but I am excited to watch them a little bit more. But I will say a team that has impressed me is the Buffalo Bills. Now, everybody was giving them a lot of hype in the offseason, and I talked about it a lot in my AFC East segment, but they are they are good. They play really good defense. People love talking about Josh Allen, and he is he is incredible. He's worth talking about. But their defense has just stymied two teams that were really good last year. Yeah, they don't even have to blitz to get home yeah. on the quarterback. Like, that's one of the really crazy things. They added Von Miller, and that pass rush doesn't – they don't need a blitz to get to the quarterback. They can just send their four-man front, and they're going to get home. And then if they don't quite get home, the quarterback gets hurried, they throw it, it's going to get picked off because they have such a great secondary. Yeah, when you have great coverage and a great pass rush – like that is that is a recipe for success. And when you add in great quarterback play and some really good weapons like Stefan Diggs, I don't know how many points he got fantasy managers, but if he was on your team, you probably won. So 
there's there's just a lot of really good that I've seen from the Bills. And that's another thing. Their coach is a big defensive guy. And when you have defensive coaches with great quarterbacks, that's a recipe for success that the NFL has seen time and time again from Tony Dungy and Peyton Manning to Brady and Belichick. It's when you get a good defensive mind running the team and a quarterback that can take care of the offense, you can get a long ways in the NFL. Yeah. Um, so I, I definitely can echo those comments on the Bills. I was a person, as you heard in our prediction segment, that wasn't buying in on the Bills because on offense, I'm like, well, they got Stephon Diggs. But other than that, what do they have? Devin Singletary, Dawson Knox? Like, come on. But I'm realizing that, like, that is enough if you have yeah. that good of a defense. Like, you can just have Stephon Diggs and a couple other decent supporting cast members as long as your defense is outstanding like the Bills. Mm-hmm. And Josh Allen has continued to take steps forward year after year. His first year in the league compared to now, it's he has really come a long ways with accuracy, with not, you know, costly turnovers, but the dude can the dude can run, he can throw, he's he's a fun quarterback to watch play. Yeah. Um, so I'll transition from that to a couple couple different situations where you can't quite tell if the team that lost is bad or if the team that won is good so situations like that would be the Texans like I already mentioned but also the Jaguars the Jaguars um, went toe-to-toe in week one and then shut out the Colts like that was incredible 24 to 0 against that Colts team and for some reason I'm blanking on who they played week one do you remember um, I, I don't remember the Jags in week one we'll have to look that up we'll get one of our yeah. interns on it but yeah um, but while he's looking that up, uh, yeah, Jacksonville 24, Indianapolis 0. That shocked a lot of people. And Trevor Lawrence obviously is a good quarterback. They have a new coach, a little bit more stability than they did a year ago. Already things have have looked like they've turned the corner at Jacksonville. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Well, and here's another thing that surprised me. Indianapolis, a lot of people thought they were not really going to lose a step, maybe even improve with Matt Ryan instead of Carson Wentz. Is this, is is what we've seen a, a tie to the Texans and a loss to the Jaguars? Now, here's the thing. How many teams would love to see Houston and Jacksonville for their first two games? Any team. Anybody. That, that's a cupcake. That's as easy a two-game stretch as you can possibly have in the NFL. Uh, other than maybe throwing the Jets in there or something. But... But like having those two teams for your first two games and then and then coming out of it zero wins, one loss and one tie, what is wrong with the Colts? Yeah, just totally, you know, dumbfounded. Yeah. Uh, not it, it'll take some time to crazy. to figure out what's going on in Indy, but I will say that is a team that has disappointed a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people thought they were going to not lose any ground from where they were a year ago, maybe even win the, you know, probably win the division and and go into the playoffs, but they got to turn some things around because if you can't beat Houston or Jacksonville, you're not going to get very far this year. Yeah. And here's another uh, thing I want to say. The 0-2 team that I am most impressed with is going to be the Falcons. So that, that's something where they went toe to toe and probably should beat the Saints. Who knows how good the Saints are? They played the they played the Bucks pretty, pretty close. Um, played pretty stingy defense. 
Um, they really didn't have much going on on offense. So Falcons lost by one to them on a game-winning field goal and then went um, went down there to play L.A. and also went toe-to-toe, and L.A. beat them. So um, take that as um, you will with, with those two teams. It's another situation that I can't decide if the Falcons are good or the teams that are playing or bad. Mm-hmm. And that leads me to my next point, that the Rams have disappointed. Yeah, so far, they've they've acted a little bit like a team that's in a Super Bowl hangover. Now, their their quarterback's got, Matt Stafford's got a little bit of injury he's working through, but um, they gotta they got to wake up. You know, Super Bowl was last year. You, you got to start 0-0 for the new season and get ready to go. So the, the Rams have some work to do. I would say they have not quite looked like a team that's a for sure repeat. And again, like Luke and I said at the beginning, we're going to learn a lot more about some of these teams in the next few weeks. But there are a few hype trains that I want to slow down before they go rolling off the tracks. Obviously, Miami has found a fun new target and a, and a new way to play football. Uh, we need to see more from them. They, they had some good wins, but Miami, the Dolphins, need to be a little bit more consistent before I'm buying into that being a, a real big turnaround there. So the the Vikings or sorry the Eagles too the Eagles beat the Vikings and though the Eagles are two and zero uh, they they need to diversify their offense a little bit um, I think when they play some teams with a little bit more sturdy defenses it I don't think they'll have quite the success that they did in the first two weeks so yes they are two and zero but again we need to see a little bit more before we uh, plan the parade route in Philly. Well, now it's our favorite part of the show. It's time to give our picks. What are some games this week that we are going to disagree on? Tell you our predictions so that you can come back and see that, yes, Levi is better at picking football games than Luke. Well, we'll see about that. Um, Buccaneers-Packers. I obviously know why I got Buccaneers. You know, I would have to pick the Bucks in that one too. But, again, like we said, this will be a week that we learn a lot. I wouldn't be surprised with either outcome of this game. But uh, but I'm not going to pick against Luke on this one, at least not this week. Yeah, and uh, the Bucks, both teams we can learn a lot about. Um, with the Packer, Packers, for one thing, um, we're going to see a lot, learn a lot about their offense. Bucks defense has looked really good in their first two games, um, shutting down the Cowboys and the Saints. Not really saying much. Not exactly high powered offenses, although they were upper half last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, so playing the Packers, we're going to learn a lot about that, see if any of their receivers can get any kind of separation. Um, and and the Bucks, um, they're going to be playing without Mike Evans, who's on a one-game suspension after uh, beating, beating the crap out of Marshawn Lattimore. They're running a little low on weapons. Tom, Tom doesn't got targets right now. Yeah, and uh, Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, neither one of them played in, the, in our last game against the Saints. We'll see... I'm guessing both of them will play, but we don't know for sure. So, you know, oh, boo-hoo, they don't have Evans. They still got Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, and Russell Gage. So that's um, that's. Luke is confident the Bucks good. will be fine. Yeah, so I, I am interested to see, learn a bit about both of those two teams. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Raiders, I wanna, Titans, battle wanna, of 0-2 yes. powerhouses. I'm surprised that in the third week of the NFL, both the – Raiders and the Titans are looking for their first win. These two teams were 
pretty good teams last year throughout the regular season. They both made the playoffs. They both uh, the the Raiders added Devontae Adams, a really solid wide receiver, and the Titans have arguably the best running back in the league. So what's the deal? Why are both of these teams 0-2, and what is it going to take for one of them to emerge with their first victory? I have the Raiders in this one. Um, so we don't know, don't know for sure how this game is going to roll out, but I definitely could see the... I can definitely see the Raiders winning this game convincingly, barring some different situations. Um, Vontae Adams, um, see see how he can do. And, yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I don't even know who I'm going to take because the Raiders have been so close in both of their games. They could easily be 2-0 right now, but at the same time, They've made enough mistakes that it's like they definitely deserve to be 0-2. The Titans, last week they just got smashed by the Bills on Monday Night Football. Now, like we said before, the Bills are good, but the Titans should be able to compete with them. They shouldn't be just absolutely destroyed or blown out in any of their games. So how are they going to respond to that? Are they going to bounce back and, and say, we are not the kind of team that gets blown out, or... Is something wrong in Tennessee? Do they need to start looking at uh, doing things differently because it's just not working? I don't know. I'm really looking forward to watching this game. Um, you picked the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Titans. I think I think uh, Vrabel's going to get his team ready to bounce back and and say we we don't take beatings like that. We're we're the Tennessee Titans. We play tough D. We run the football and we're going to win. So I'm I'm picking the Titans. As much as I would be surprised that the Raiders go 0-3, I'm, I'm going to give it to the Titans. Mm-hmm. Bills-Dolphins, worth mentioning. I think I know who both of us are going to pick. I think Bills are going to take that one. Yep, Bills. And a uh, couple other good games. How about the Rams and the Cardinals? I think that's a sneaky good matchup. Yeah, I, I love NFC West. A lot of those classic matchups, they're just always good. Um yeah, they're both one and one. They've both had they've both surprised teams both ways, really. Uh Arizona had quite the comeback last week. They could easily be 0-2. Kyler Murray's twenty second play. That dude, he he's like a kid in the playground. Like he is the ultimate playground quarterback. He's just so fun to watch. So when when Kyler's doing Kyler things, anything can happen. But you have to think that just looking at these two teams on paper that the Rams are a little bit better. That's true. I don't. They haven't played like They that. have not. No. I I don't know. I kind of want to pick the Cardinals in this one. I know. I'm really tempted. The Cardinals have looked better this year than the Rams do, but on paper the Rams still have the better roster. Oh, man, this is a hard game to pick. I'm going to confidently say Cardinals. I don't know. I, I got to think about this one. I, I do think I think it'll be the Cardinals, ultimately. Yeah, we could both be wrong on that one. I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. the Rams take that one. But um, that means we got to find at least one more where we have different opinions. What about, um, let's see, what about New England and the Ravens? Ravens. You think Ravens? Definitely. The Ravens just let one slip away from them against Miami. If it's the Baltimore Ravens team, and they did it with Lamar Jackson playing an almost perfect game. So they got some things that they need to fix on defense. But uh, 
I don't know. That'll be an interesting game. And it will be interesting again to see the continuing story of New England without Brady. Are they just going to be an average team because they have one of the best coaches ever? Or are they going to turn a corner? Or are they ultimately going to start a long drop off of life without Brady? We don't know. It'll be another one of those games you learn something from. Yeah. Um, another game worth mentioning, Texans-Bears. Two teams that um, that are have looked pretty decent. Yeah, better. Um, both honestly. teams better than they were a year ago. Yeah, um, both teams that you associate with the bottom tier of the NFL, but I, I they would, look decent. I would pick... The, I would pick the Texans in that one. Sorry, I would also pick the Texans. I know we're trying to pick a game that we disagree on, but I'm hmm. not going to waver from my takes. Yep. Texans. Well, let's find another one. Um, Lions-Vikings. I think the Vikings will win that one. I think I they'll they'll learn from their lessons, but I think yep. the Lions will make them work for it. Yep. Let's see. 49ers-Broncos. The 49ers should win that one, and it yes. shouldn't be close. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Falcons-Seahawks. That'll be a game. Battle of the Birds. Even is the... Uh, it's even? Is, yeah, is the spread. Oh, it's a pick em game, man. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised either way, honestly. Seattle looked like they had a really good defense um, when they were playing the Broncos, but again, was that who they were playing? They did not look good at all against the 49ers. They couldn't even move the ball, so... Gino's a pretty back-and-forth guy. Marcus Mariota's not terribly consistent. Who do you got? I got the Falcons. Luke's going Falcons? I'll go with the Seahawks. There's our second second split. So, the coaches got the Seahawks. The players got the Falcons. Yep. And to recap our other pick, the the coach has the Titans, and the players got the Raiders. So. Check back in next week and see who is the better picker of the games. Well, that's all the time we have for today. But remember, God made you special and and he he loves loves you very much. much. Bye.